So let's get on. Who who saw the movie tonight? I saw it. Anyone else? Just me, I guess. Oh, no one else saw it? Okay, sorry. Spoiler. There's no God. I uh, just thought we'd mention that. Um, what did you think? Um, I thought uh, that, well, there were parts of it that were really funny um, and parts of it that were really horrifying. Uh, Bill, Bill Maher is a, a, a damn good satirist. Um, and, and it was a... Uh, if I were to put it into uh, um, a... Uh, uh, a sound, a uh, like a, re- a review soundbite. I'd say it. It was a pretty. It was a pretty fun romp through uh, <laughs> his ability to get people to um, uh, back themselves into a corner. Mm-hmm. Just a whole series of clips of people uh, of of him feeding people enough rope to hang themselves with, right. which at times was extremely funny, but. Um, but I, there were there were things about it that I thought was were just really disturbing. Like everyone he interviewed, with, without exception, uh, w- would boldly assert that you know the the um, uh, apocalyptic hell fire and brimstone end of the world was just around the corner, and half of those people had kids standing next to them huh. when they said it. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's just, uh, that's gross. Um, and, th- and then, you know, it's kind of like lighthearted sort of, you know, you know how Mar is, you know, with that sort of, you know, sarcastic kind of, come on, you're smarter than that kind of attitude. Oh, he's, um, yeah, he's snide. Right. Yeah. And then, and then right at the end, he just kind of kicks you in the head with this totally right. <laughs> dead serious kind of um, just sort of, uh, you know, stop the madness now and showing you clips of uh, just all these horrifying clips of the, the Middle East and 9-11 and all these things. And it was just a total kick in the chest from the rest of the movie to me, it seemed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really and, bad on his part. And I... I was completely embarrassed by the fact that the first place he went was uh, uh, Raleigh. <laughs> it had an air of inevitability, I thought, but yeah. 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 So I would say it's a great rental. Right. But right. not much of a go-to film. Right. Right. What did you think? It's a... I mean, I thought he was uh, entertaining. Um, he's, he's a funny guy. He's a stand-up, right? So he's funny. Um, I thought he was entirely not um, firm enough, frankly. Oh, with the whole I don't know thing and I'm No, not even out. I don't care if he doesn't know. It's just like um, when he went to go and see the imam, right? And he says, mm-hmm. Islam says this violent stuff, right? Right. And the, the imam says, no, it doesn't, right? Well, with everyone right. else, he had this list of things, right? It says so here and it says, yeah. right? He just says, oh, okay, well, I guess I've been misinformed, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that clip where he goes, "Oh, uh, it seems like I'm always the wrong one, right?" <laughs> right, right, right. And he didn't have the uh, the the note sheet with the with the um, passages the way he did with the Christians. Right. Right. So he's sort of uh, giving them a pass because, well, because he's afraid of them, right? Right. And, you know, that's fine, too. But it's not uh, it's not it's not great. I, I thought that was and, and with the Christians, um, I just thought he was he was jokey. Right. Ha ha ha. It's so silly. Right. Yeah. Uh, like making fun of uh, that, that the one black preacher with the expensive suit. Right, and the guy who thinks he's Jesus and uh, and uh, the scary truckers and uh, uh, I mean, so so he's joking like, oh, you superstitious people who right. So it's funny, right. funny, funny, but it's the Jewish thing, right? It's it's funny, and then it's the Holocaust, right? Yeah, it's like can't you people find a middle fucking ground anywhere? You know, ha ha ha, so funny, and they're gonna blow the whole world up in a nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, that's exactly how the film went. That's exactly and it's like right. blah, 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 what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. if if it's coming down to the actual survival of the species, can you stop being jokey about it? Well, and I don't think a guy like Mar can be can actually. Well, because of being. his mom, right? Well, of course not, right? I mean, his his mom was in the movie for those who haven't seen it, and. Yeah, that, that that I found really kind of gross. How so? The interview of his mom was just... Ugh. I mean... I, I don't know. It just bothered me. It was... Uh, just kinda, It just felt kind of awkward. Like, like, there was his normal jokiness there, but it was... It, it seemed more like he was pandering to her. Oh right? yeah, he didn't. like that. Like that one phrase. Like that one. That one. He. There's one point where he goes, uh, uh, "Well, you're the mom. Instruct me, mm-hmm. right?" And uh, it just that just made my skin crawl. And and then uh, uh, and then how um, she was describing. Um, their experience in the Catholic Church in sort of dismissive terms, and then Bill Maher sort of corrected her and saying how, you know, I forget exactly what he said, but something along the lines of how much he hated it. And 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 then she kind of rolls her eyes and, you know, does that smacking noise with the lips and says, oh, yeah, well, you can say that now. Right? And I just, ugh, that, that grated on me. Right, because and it's the it's the untruth thing, right? Which is that his mom, or his family, or his dad, let's say, who I guess is dead. His dad said, "Jesus is real, God is real, hell is real," right? Right. And then he finds out years later they stopped going to church so his dad could have a better sex life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. isn't that hideous to 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 terrify your child with hell and demons and? sexual dysfunction and, right and, and then it's like oh uh all of this stuff which i told you was completely true and turned you over to priests and had them scare the shit out of you i'm just stopping because i don't want to like because i want to use birth control 
Right. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing to you. It's all about, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I need more sex. Right. Right. And, and his mom just said it, you know, like this was nothing, right? Well, because of birth control. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, why didn't anyone sit me down and say, we're sorry that we inflicted this religion on you. We've had doubts. We've, it's just, you just stopped going to church, right? Yeah, and Mar blew right past it. And that's why he couldn't confront any of these other people, because he can't talk to his own mom honestly about any of this shit, right? That's an excellent point. I, I've, I've seen the scene in question, and I, um, I mean, it really struck me as something that, I mean, I felt really angry after watching it, because it's sort of making a mockery out of the on-truth conversation, right? So I can imagine that after this video, there will be a percentage of atheists who will go to their parents and kind of laugh about their religious experiences, whereas really that that would be kind of avoiding their real experience. Does that strike you guys as something that might occur because of this movie? Yeah, I think I think it could be. I, th I think the idea that, that we laugh at psychologically attacking children, and he said it was boredom and incredible terror was his experience of religion, right? Yeah, and he was laughing out loud as he said it. Right, right. So the fear that he experienced that his parents inflicted on him, which they obviously said was true, and then it's like, oh, well, we changed our mind because of sex, right? And we just stopped going to church, right? But that's so fundamentally disorienting to a child that, I mean, no wonder he's all over the map, right? Like he's a, he's a so semi-socialist or a liberal, and every time he talks to the government, he makes them look like idiots, right? Yeah. And he he's sometimes describes himself as libertarian, sometimes he describes himself as not and it just i guess depends on the interview yeah i'm um, sure yeah, he's all he's all over the place right because this he, he can't have this con i mean if he showed up but we didn't know who he was so the fdr boards i mean what would we say and he, he said this story about his childhood and then he stopped going to church because his parents wanted to use birth control well, it reminds me of the guy who was in the chat room the other day, Steph, and was giving these horrifying things and then LOL after everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Those people freak the shit out. They freak me out like just completely because they're just, whoa. <laughs> I and Bill Mars one of those in the, in the flesh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, can I ask you a question, Steph? Yeah. How much did you laugh at that movie? Uh, I laughed a little bit. Um, a couple of times out loud, um, I thought the senator was great. Oh, that was priceless. That that guy's uh, does take is no IQ test to become a senator. Senator, and then he the you can see at his face he's like, oh shit, I shouldn't say that, right? Yeah, the expression on his face after he realized what he said was just just precious. Absolutely. Yeah, I certainly towards the end it was less funny. Uh, I, I certainly didn't find the text joke about killing him from the, the Muslims that funny. Um, yeah. I didn't find no. it that funny to, to see this woman praying in a dark corner. Yeah, you know, because he says, 
the women aren't equal in Islam. And, he, and the, the priest says, uh, the imam says, well, yes, they are. They have their own little special corner to pray in, right? And it's just dingy. Yeah. That's just depressing as shit, right? Yeah, that was pretty horrifying. Um, and I he's, think, sorry, go ahead. And, and he's smirking and chuckling at all of this stuff, too. And that's really what bugged the shit out of me. I mean, he's talking about nuclear Armageddon. You know, all throughout this whole film, he's basically, that's the underlying subtext, is nuclear Armageddon as a result of irrational uh, beliefs, right? And yet, as he points all these things out, he's smirking and chuckling at all of it. Yeah, well, he's, um, you know, he's he's working hard to entertain, right? And and that's a mistake, because he bit off more than he could chew, Right. There's no there's no comedy bit that ends with the the death of mankind, right? Right. There's no way that's going to be. There's there's yeah. And I also thought that um, because every time he would talk to people, um, where he'd say, you know, Islam is seems to be quite violent, and everyone would say, oh, but that's that's politics. That's not religion, right? Or every time right. he would talk about, so you think I'm going to hell? Well, like the people would always. And Christians always do this, right? They draw back. They they draw back from the, the the logical results of their own premises, which are obviously stone evil, right? Like an eight year old will go to hell, whatever, right? If he dies. Um, so they all they, they they have these premises, and then the moment you say so, he was kind of using the against me argument in terms of religion. So I'm going to hell, right? Or when this this. <laughs> that uh, that dishy soap opera Jesus guy <laughs> was like, there's a hole in your heart the size of God, uh, and only Jesus can fill it or whatever. And he's like, well, didn't Jesus say don't judge? And you don't even know me, and you're telling me that I'm missing something, right? Right. So he's using, right. he's trying to personalize it. And the moment you personalize it, uh, Christians back off, and the Islam the back off, and so on. And he said, well, they just don't like admitting flaws to outsiders, right? Which is kind of the argument that Johnny had with me. Uh, on that podcast from last week. Right, right. And I've heard that argument before, too, that uh, people in the faith will tell those outside a different story than they tell each other. Yes, but he thought it was just because he he gave the impression that they, they, they criticize within the faith, but they just don't, they like to present a united front to outsiders, right? Right, right. But that's yeah, not true at all. Like, don't criticize your own team. Yeah, that, that's not true at all. Uh, that's not true. I mean, Christians do not criticize within their own faiths. I mean, because in the same no, movie, you had those Mormons, right, who said, the moment you even question whether magic underwear works, your friends and your family will eject you, right? And again, that's more confirmation to an old FDR thesis, right, that God is the fear of others. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and it's not just Mormons. I mean, it's, it's yeah, Christians, any, too. any of them, right? Any of them. And, and Obama heads and all, right? So... My my own mother, who uh, had a visceral hatred for the Catholic Church, um, would, you know, um, not look too kindly on any negative words said about uh, Mass on Sunday. Right, right. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and even after all of the, um, the criticizing they would do at the kitchen table, there is no way I could... There's no way I could uh, tell them that, uh, you know, I was an atheist and get away with it, right? 
Right. So, so. I, I think he's wrong about that. It's not that they don't like showing – it's not like they, they have a different story to outsiders than insiders, right? It's just that they speak a lot of evil, and the moment that people point it out, right, they change their story, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's got nothing to do with inner side. I mean, it's anyone, right? Anyone inside or outside who confronts the horror and absurdity of what they're saying. They get, what they do is they get offended, right? They get confused and then they get offended. That's the defenses, right? Yeah, and you could see that uh, on the expression, in the expression on the face of uh, that, um, that hippie Jesus guy. Oh, yeah. The one, the one at... The one at that Orlando uh, Jesus amusement park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as Mar was sort of stepping him through um, the logic of it all, um, in personal terms, you could just see the tension growing in his face. Oh, sure, and uh, and there is you you fear. I mean, I I've certainly felt that fear with a variety of people. You oops, fear you're, you're breaking up. Oh, sure. Well, I'll just wait. Um, Start from the back of fear. You 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 feel you see that fear, or you feel that fear, or at least I feel that fear when um that fear that the person simply won't be able to handle it, right? That they'll they'll have some sort of break, some sort of psychotic breakdown, or some nervous breakdown, or something, right? Oh yeah, the anxiety was palpable when uh, when when Mar um, just flippantly retorted to the guy, "Well, what if you're wrong?" I just, I just felt my anxiety shoot through the roof, and you could see the expression on the guy's face just go stone cold. Right, right. And he paused for like three seconds, then took a deep breath, and then just started spewing again. You know, and in that moment, it's like, okay, this guy could go postal right now. Right, right. You never know. Right, or, or if he doesn't go postal, right, like the. The guy who ran the the ex Jew for Jesus, the guy who, the guy whose miracle was it rained. <laughs> yeah. What? What's yeah. that? Oh, this guy. It's a guy who's basically his miracle is, I I wanted it to rain and it rained. <laughs> what? I don't. I, I, I know. I, I know. It's pretty. As he said, it's pretty lame, right? And um, right. that guy wouldn't go postal, but that guy would just shrivel, right? Yeah, yeah, just complete mental breakdown. Right. And the weird thing is, I mean, this is why I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching those guy, that guy's hands, because here's this guy. I mean, he's obese, right? I mean, he's, I don't know, yeah, a hundred pounds overweight, and he clasps, he clasps his hands in front of his belly, the whole, the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's like, right. Yeah, I noticed that. Like. That hides something. I mean, like it's crazy. It's like putting a postage stamp on a tent, saying, "Look, what tent? What tent?" Right? I mean, that that I or, just, that just seemed so dissociated to me. You know, like like if you put your hands on this huge gut, it's slimming. <laughs> well, maybe he was doing that uh, um, for, you know, maybe that was sort of like um, kind of. I don't know. As long as we're psychologizing, <laughs> you know, like like trying to hold himself in, or 
It could be, although something. I've seen that from people who, you know, obviously don't aren't comfortable with with how they they weigh, or how much they weigh, or, or what they how they look. But the basic reality is that if you can rest your hands and your forearm on your gut, it's not slimming, right? The very fact that yeah, you have a you, shelf means that it's not a flat wall, right? Anyway, sorry. Go on. Yeah, if you come complete with your own drink table, you need to get on the treadmill. Right, <laughs> just a little. But but that's kind of the dissociation, right, that, that goes on. And uh, um, that that's just, I mean, it is, uh, it's, you know, terribly broken and sad people. And, and it's, of course, he pointed out not too unsubtly that it's all about money, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Everything was commercial, right? Everything was money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you know, the biggest, the most... Um, Exaggerated example of that I've, in the movie, I think, was the interview he did with that um, that preacher with the with the two thousand dollars suit. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that that's was pitiful. Like, well, but uh, nuts or not, I mean, they're just con men, right? I don't think those guys had a scrap yeah. of religious faith at all. Oh hell no, not at all. They just they're just selling it, right? Because they know that's what people want. Right. Right, and the you know the 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 Jesus hippie dude was uh, I mean that's his gig, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not gonna you know Mars not gonna change his mind, right? Because that's what uh, that's what's paying his bills, right? Right. And um, uh, the other thing too, uh, Chris, Christina was confused by the Vatican astronomer guy. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, he was saying, I, well, I was the, wondering if you were going to mention that guy. Yeah. I mean, because uh, she, she was saying, well, that guy was saying that he was saying that the scriptures were 2000 years before Christ and 200 or 300 years after. And uh, and then modern science arose a couple of hundred years ago. So there's this gap of like 12, 1300 years. Right. Uh, where there's yeah. so, of course, there's no science in the Bible. So trying to have the geological or anthropological record match so you've got dinosaurs with uh, with people doesn't make any sense because he said there's no science in the Bible, right? Right. And so Christina was like, and he said, well, the you know, Pope John Paul II said that evolution is, is a valid theory. It's no longer a theory. It's accepted, right? Right. And Christina was like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> and I said, well, this is the bait and switch, right? They say it's true, and when you prove that it's not true, they say it's an allegory, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Which, by the way, yeah. was what I was doing in the social contract, right? Debate. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's I would right. say that uh, governments were formed because people wanted protection. It's like, well, where's the evidence for that? Oh, no, that's just an allegory, right? It's like, no, 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 you right. said it was true, and now it becomes an allegory, right? Right. Yeah, as a, as a story, people need protection so that's why we have governments right but of course i claimed that it was an actual fact that this is how governments came about um as if that was even relevant but you know because what what does a social contract in the bronze age mean to me in the 21st century right even if it were true but uh but this is right. what people do they'll say it's true and then when you prove it false oh, they'll say breaking it's up again uh okay hang, hang tight i'll call oh no i can't time for a smoke break yeah, I will. Uh, I will call back in uh, just a sec. I was. I'm trying out uh, a couple of different settings on this router, but it is. Uh, 
it is cutting out. So let me. Uh, uh, I'll call. I'll call it from back in just a sec. Okay. All right. That should be better. Yep. Sounds much better. So yeah, I mean, I I thought the film was. Uh, I'm glad it's out there. Uh, I think, but um, it's not going to do much to uh, to help us. No, I, I don't think so either. Because now when we get pissed off, and he should be pissed off, right? I mean, if he thinks these people are going to end life as we know it, global warming and, and nuclear weapons, I mean, if he thinks these people are going to murder everyone, then, you know, fuck, let loose a little man. Stop being so smart yeah. and jokey, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. If you're going to throw the gauntlet down, then at least at least act as though you are throwing the gauntlet down, right? And not just, right. um, and not just sort of, um, making an act out of it. Right. And don't, don't mess with, sorry, don't mess with my head by having me laugh at people that you say are going to kill me and my family. And also don't make it tough for the atheists in the future who are a little more serious and a little more aggressive because now we're going to be the humorless atheists, right? Right. Right, and that's one of the reasons why I asked you how much you laughed at it, because I, I found myself, you know, and I don't know if this is just old, like, scar tissue or whatnot, but I found myself both laughing out loud frequently, but also kind of realizing just how horrifying it was, what, he was, what it was that he was showing, yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, there were a few bits where I laughed just because the but I felt mostly anxiety. And, and I, I wish he had just broken some of that anxiety by being um, appropriate, appropriately aggressive, given the stakes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Colleen. I was you gonna ask, yeah, I was just going to ask, do you guys think that it would be possible in this culture for somebody to do a documentary where they really just went for it as far as religion religion goes, not like the jokiness of this film or the sort of spinelessness of, uh, of um, uh, what's his name? Oh, the Dawkins film? Yeah, Richard Dawkins. Where you really went for the jugular? Right, like, I mean, Richard Dawkins has this thing where in the abstract, he, he is appropriately enraged at everything, but then when he gets... T- to people on the personal level, he's like, oh, I thought he was a very nice fellow. You know, do you think it would be possible for there to be a documentary where, you know, with complete um, emotional authenticity? No, I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I, I think that people become rationalists sometimes because they're afraid of their feelings, right? Or, or what they've experienced is they've experienced passion as crazy destruction, right? Like the passion of a preacher or, you know, whatever, or the angry parent or who knows, right? And so they, they distance themselves from feeling and they take this ironic, skeptical distance to things, which seems to be very common in scientific and, and rational circles. And, um, uh, and so I think that, that for them, passion equals irrationality. And there was not much passion in this film. With, there was snarkiness, there was snideness, and there was intelligence. He's a smart fellow, right? He's not a philosopher, of course, any more than I'm a comedian. But uh, he, I think it would be really, I think it would just blow people's minds too much because it's so much, so much um, propaganda has gone into passion equals irrationality that to have passion and rationality is 
too weird. I, I don't think people, I just don't, people wouldn't know what to make of it, I think. Well, and something else that rubbed me the wrong way, too, was the, the, the implication that certainty equals irrationality as well. Right. Uh, he just about said that in the movie, too. That, uh, you know, well, at least he, he was sort of implicitly claiming that he had the rational position. And then explicitly, he argued that he was selling doubt while the irrational were selling certainty, right? Which um, leaves the impression in everybody's mind that, that if you come across anyone who's certain, whether they're religious or atheist or not, they're irrational, right? Well, and we get that all the time, right? So you guys sure. have just as much dogma as religious people, and you're just as hostile as religious people, and you're just as – I mean, we get that all the time, right? Right. And I'm sure if he had interviewed, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, the, the, any hard atheists, he would have taken that position because through the whole film, he was, he was all about how it's virtuous to be doubtful, right? Right, right, for sure. And doubt is great, but you cannot defend against a javelin with a fog bank. It just doesn't work. Right. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> the, you know, wondering whether the javelin actually exists or not does will not, not save you. you. <laughs> yeah. Right. It will not save you. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do is is to take some of what works in religion in terms of passion and commitment and ferocity sometimes and certainty and uh, and all and storytelling and, and entertainment like trying to put that in the service of um of a r- rational philosophy is is tough right i mean it's it is trying to put two opposites together it feels like you're pushing op- opposing magnets together sometimes yeah i can say for myself that um experiencing that when i first came here was a huge breath of fresh air for me um you trying mean some to fit of the, uh, the passion stuff well, well, trying to fit into the the uh, the sort of passionless, uh, brooding um, uh, skepticism uh, of the of the Dawkins type crowd, you know, it just <laughs> that's that that was a kind of a small box for me to fit in. And libertarianism is like that too, right? They say that the Fed causes the murder of millions of people, but they always sound kind of whiny and complaining. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I've never seen a, a thundering pulpit libertarian speech. Yeah, that's true. I've never seen one myself. That's quite true. Well, I actually, think that's a real shame. I mean, I, I think that's a real shame because people will judge uh, some, to some degree by the, by the passion. Yeah. Yeah, the last, I mean, the last good one I saw was uh, um, uh, a speech by Reagan, actually, when he was, um, like, like right after Goldwater had converted him back in the mid-60s, Reagan, and, and both Gold, Reagan and Goldwater were extremely passionate about... Uh, limited government and uh, the principles of uh, individual liberty, but um, not so much later on. Right. But anyway, that's a digression. 
Well, well and uh, if and this is the cheat, right? Which is that he obviously has a lot of passion, which he unleashes at the end, saying, "If we don't bring down these religious people, we're all going to die." Right. Thus, turning passion again into something really scary, right? Right, and it's like, well, if if you're fighting for your life, why are you making these stupid jokes? If you're fighting to save mankind, right, there was no, uh, in Schindler's list, right, Oskar Schindler didn't make fun of the Nazis. And the Jews sure as hell didn't, right? No, that's right. That's right. You know, ha, 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 they want to kill us, laugh out loud, look, he's texting, right? Yeah, that was irritating, actually. I, I experienced that as irritating. Like, you knew that wasn't what was going on on the phone, but why he did, you know, it was just sort of a mockery. Um, you know, it's one thing to put the mic and camera in front of these people and let them show themselves as um, uh, ignorant and dangerous. Um, it's another to to just to to just be kind of flipping and mocking. Um, I mean that didn't really even even as a even as an element of humor that didn't really add anything to the movie, right? To the doctor. Yeah, I mean, and it, if you were interviewing a savage serial killer or people who were in the mafia. And he had right. just cut from a guy who was shot and then had his throat slit by the, this Dutch filmmaker, right? Right. So, right, that's right. Uh, you know, it's, 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 dis, it's disorienting to, to be told these people are evil and then to make little jokes about them. Right, like, like with that, uh, that Puerto Rican guy who believes he's the second coming, the constant cutaways to clips from uh scarface right yeah yeah that's that yeah that's uh, so i mean some questionable choices uh and i think um uh it was tough to um i I think it would have been tough to uh to go as colleen said i think it would have really had a tough time being released what like as a major market film no, I mean, if he'd have, I, I just, I just want these guys to, and and I need to do this more myself, right? I mean, this is something that this is a goal that I'm still working on for my own development, um, which is, I need to go to the, I need to try and go for the jugular more with people. But the problem is, is that the moment you get that reputation, nobody will talk to you, right? Right, right, right. Like, uh, like the press with the president, right? Right, right. You ask tough questions and. Uh, yeah, your job is over. Right. I mean, we're still so I was I, uh, sorry, is there anything else you wanted to say about that film? I had something else that I listened to this week that I thought was interesting. Uh no, that's it for me. I I'm tapped out. Yeah, definitely worth seeing though for sure. I think I recommend it. And again, I'm glad it's out yeah. there. Uh it just it makes it easier and not so easier sometimes, but that's okay. 